return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. So we have the video on, right? Uh, Video's on, so we welcome people that are watching here as far as today too at the Tabernacle. So Peter Shore is coming up with Caleb. And uh, we'll use both mics. But I like the fact that, that uh, you know, we don't, we don't, today we had communion, but we don't do it just as, as a formal event or whatever. We're celebrating what Jesus has done for us. We're celebrating the finished work of Calvary. Hallelujah. Caleb, how you doing? <laughs> so, Caleb, stand here a second. Uh, this is Caleb Shore. How old are you, Caleb? You're 10 years old. Did you get that on the t- get that there? Say it again. I'm 10. All right. And what grade in school? Uh, fifth. Okay. And so uh, a few weeks back, we had a prayer service, right? Healing prayer service. And you came up for healing, correct? Yeah. And so what did you have prayer for? Uh, that I could um, eat wheat and like get rid of my autism. Okay. So and you were so so your body wasn't processing gluten very well. So would you get sick if you ate something with wheat? Yeah. Okay. So you had prayer. Did you feel anything when you had prayer? Felt something weird in my stomach. Okay. Something weird can be good. And so uh, after that, so when after that did you have something with wheat? What was it? Uh, my first thing I had with wheat was a Kit Kat. A Kit Kat? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so when you had a Kit Kat, what happened? Nothing. Normally what would have happened? Um, my stomach would hurt. Your stomach would hurt, right? You'd have a stomach ache and, and so forth. So you would know when you ate something with wheat, right? Yeah. Right. So, so nothing happened then. So then what did you, what else did you eat after that? Uh, bread. Bread. And you've had pizza. Yeah. Do you like pizza? Yeah. <laughs> I do too. You know, I. I think, I think God invented pizza, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So, so, uh, and so now you've eaten a lot of things that have wheat in them, correct? Yeah. And have you had any reactions? No. You feel good? Yeah. And are you healed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, amen, amen. That's really powerful, amen. Amen. We rejoice for what the Lord has done. Uh, Peter, anything you want to say, add to that? No, he's been struggling with uh, celiac for years, and uh, the fact that he came up during the healing service and said he wanted to be able to eat like everybody else, and he said he felt something happen in his stomach, and um, this is from him, so, and (laughs) it just tells you that, you know, childlike faith, as Pastor Dave says, we need to really do as adults. Yeah. We really do. We got way too many distractions. But he did an incredible um, belief and faith that he could go, and he purposely aided. We haven't even gotten to see GI yet, or any any doctors, and it's just uh, been amazing that he has had no 
you know, diarrhea or upset stomach or vomiting like he usually gets, and it's just been an absolute miracle. Amen. So we know that those healing services are truly real. Amen. So, and he's a testimony to that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> he's excited. So, so anybody here have a problem with wheat, with uh, celiac? Just come on up. Anybody else? We have a problem with wheat. Now, maybe you're watching from home. If you're watching from home, and if you have a problem with wheat, if you're gluten intolerant, if celiac disease, whatever, I just want to say that Jesus is your healer. Amen? Jesus is your healer, and he loves you so much. Anybody else? Anybody else? So, Larry, is it okay? Bradley, can I have him touch you, Larry? Bradley, I want you to put your hand gently. Caleb, put your hand gently right there. Okay. So, Father, we thank you for healing. As you've touched Caleb, we thank you for touching Larry. And we thank you for a balance in Larry's body even right now. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your touch. For your touch. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name. Anybody watching right now online, be healed in the name of Jesus. Are you in this too? Okay. So, Caleb, just Larry, stay there. Caleb, put your hand over here. Just take Jenny's hand. In Jesus' name, we thank you for healing. Lord, we thank you that our bodies, you made us to process wheat in a good way. So we thank you for, Lord, that we can process food in a good way without any reactions. No reactions in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your touch. Even people watching online right now, thank you for healing from celiac disease. Gluten intolerance, we thank you for healing people even right now. Lord, here in our region, across this nation, across the world, we thank you for healings. Healing in digestive systems. We thank you for your healing touch, Father. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Caleb, thank you. Hallelujah. Let's thank the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. He likes being up here. Yeah. Anything else you Anything else you want to say? Hi. All right. <laughs> Bless you, Caleb. Thank you. There's another testimony from the um, Okay. Yeah, I've got several more. Oh, okay. So, uh, come on up, Barb. Come on up a second. Just we'll get to that in just a minute. Come on up, Barb. Dale, bless you. Here, I'll help you up here. So Barb, uh, Barb Ovalstead, uh and her husband Dale, and they've just been a blessing over the years. They're also members at First Lutheran, and they love Jesus. And uh, Barb, share with us. Let me have you take that one. Okay. So what what disease were you diagnosed with? Pulmonary fibrosis. And what happens with pulmonary fibrosis? Well, first of all, you get a bad cough, really bad. And you lose your voice. I mean, it's really hoarse. But um, what happens is that the acid, I have too much acid, and it's silent acid reflexes. Okay. A lot of people have a burning, but I don't. And it goes into my lungs. And then it makes my lungs scar and get hard. And they told me there is no cure for it. And, but God, <laughs> I say that loud, but God, but God, no cure with medicine or anything. Um, and I had three to five years to live, but 
I came to the healing services. And before I came, though, I had so much faith that I was going to be healed that I knew that I knew that I knew that I would be healed. Yeah. And I was. Um, I have gone to the doctor. My lungs are clear and smooth. Mm. Pastor Randon prayed for smooth lungs. And then I've been to my um, pulmonolo- my pulmonologist in yeah. Sioux Falls. Yeah. Because he called me and he said, he didn't know about this yet, but he called me and said, I, I want to do some surgery on you. And I said, what kind of surgery? Well, I want to lift up your top of your stomach and we wrap it around the bottom of your esophagus to make that smaller. And I said, I think you better check my lungs first. <laughs> so he checked me and he says, you're clear. Yeah. Your lungs are clear. Wow. So I... T- Praise God. I give all the glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. And um, he says, well, I believe in prayer and power of prayer because my wife goes to Brazil and she prays over people. And she or yeah, she was praying over this man who had a big lump. And as she was praying, the lump got smaller, smaller. When she was done praying, it was gone. Amen. So he says, you have to take your medicine for a while. And just wean yourself off. And he didn't say I had to even come back. Uh, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Scripture. Oh. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm kind of loud. No, you're I? okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm still celebrating. <laughs> okay. Um, when you read your Bible, your Bible is a love letter from God. So when I read it. I put my name in it yes, because I have a personal relationship with him. Yes. And in Psalms 106, verse 19 through 21, then Barbara cried to the Lord in her trouble, and he delivered her out of her, out of her distress. He sends forth his word and healed her and rescued her from the pit of destruction. Oh, that men would praise and confess to the Lord his goodness and loving kindness and his wonderful works to the children of men. And I just praise God for this miracle because it it is a miracle. Yes. Because it's, you know, anyway, I have to read something else that I love. And this is from Psalms 28. Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the voice of my supplication. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts, trusts and relies on and confidently leans on him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song will I praise him. Yes. The Lord is my strength. And he is the stronghold of salvation to me. He anointed me. Save your people and bless your heritage. Nourish and shepherd them and carry them forever. Yes. And I thank Pastor Dave, too, for anointing me with oil before I was healed. And I had a lot of people pray, pray for me and with me, and I thank you all. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Barb. Here, go this way. Here, here, here. Amen. Amen.
<laughs> so, just a minute. Barb, just say, does anybody have lung problems? Maybe you're watching. You might have, you might have a lung disease, emphysema, lung cancer, all kinds of things, that's breathing problems. But I tell you what, Jesus is your healer, and we're going to pray here for you. Michael's coming. Anybody else with a lung problem here physically today that needs prayer? Anybody else with a lung problem? All right, come on up. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and online, you can be sitting in your living room or something. You might just be watching your, on your phone, but Jesus is as close as the mention of his name. He's there for you. He's the healer. He's not a respecter of persons. And if you just reach out to him, he's, he's, he's going to touch you. I believe that. Even as we pray here now, he's going to be touching you. Amen. So is it okay if Barb touches you? So Barb, I want you to put your hand up, up here, okay? So Father, we thank you for your touch. Thank you for your healing touch. Yeah, for both. Yeah. Healing touch on these lungs. Lord, as you've done for Barb, we thank you for doing for them that their breathing would be 100%. We thank you for clear lungs. We thank you for full breaths. We thank you, Lord, for your supernatural touch. Be healed. Lungs be healed. Be whole. In the name of Jesus, even people watching right now, we just speak healing to your lungs, healing to your lungs, full oxygen content in your body. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your supernatural, supernatural Holy Ghost touch, even over media right now. Thank you for your touch. Thank you for doing it, Lord. Thank you for doing it, Lord. Be healed. Lungs be healed. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing touch. <laughs> Your healing touch makes us whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Barb. Thank you. Bless you guys. Praise God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Steve, uh, Steve Johnson had something too. And then you had somebody else as well. Yeah. Testimony. Um, I won't. So I won't talk about my knee being healed right <laughs> when I walked in the door of the church because Roger and Greg got a hold of me, and then later Pastor Randon. I won't talk about that. I'll just talk about what happened recently. April third, we had a, a healing service here in the church for Sunday morning. Yeah. And I had a. Um, I battled uh, skin cancer in the past, and I had a lesion on my ear. And I knew exactly what it was. I knew it was serious. I knew the symptoms. And then you, you really know when things are going bad, when people, you're talking to somebody and they're kind of making a face looking at your ear. Anyway, uh, we had the healing service. And I ended up walking up to the line where uh, Deb Kalsbeck was standing and explained the, the thing. And then she got right into prayer. And I had this vision of a explosion. Mm. But if you've ever shot shot trap using a shoot gun to shoot a clay pigeon and you see the thing blow apart, that's what I saw. Ah. And uh, uh, so that night, uh, the whole thing turned into scar tissue. And I kept believing and kept confessing to myself, I, I am healed. By his stripes, I am healed. And um, it took a couple of weeks, but that scar tissue fell off and now it's just... It's normal. There's no pain. There's no oozing. Amen. Amen, Steve. 
When it comes to God's goodness, always be talking about it. Amen. Talk about his goodness. Amen. See, that's so good. That's so good. So, you know, skin cancer is so common. If you, it's, if you have a lump or something that looks wrong, <laughs> a bad mole or whatever, put your hand by it right now, okay? Just put your hand wherever that's at, uh, wherever, wherever that's at, or someone next to you, they can put it on your back or something on that order, all right? But let's just believe you can do this, you know, wherever you're at. If you have a, a lump or a mole that's not right on your arm, your face, your back, wherever on your body. But we just speak right now healing in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for what you've done for Steve. We speak healing, Lord, into these growths that are abnormal. And we command them to be gone in Jesus' name. We speak healing, healing, healing in Jesus' name. Normal skin, normal skin. Even for shingles, normal skin in the name of Jesus. Nerve pain gone. If you've had shingles, just, just put your hand where that's at right now. We just speak healing right now, healing into people's bodies that in the name of Jesus, they would have normal, clear skin, no pain, no cancer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jeannie, you had someone else that it's to healing? Yeah, I can't hear. Okay. Come on up, Ben. Well, I, I wasn't planning on doing this, but <clears throat> praise the Lord for Jeannie. Uh, Wednesday night, they had Ruth and John. John and Ruth Filler, yeah. And um, they, she had three words from the Lord, and one of them was that something in your life is going to come to an end. The Lord is going to shut the door. And since we, um, I hope I don't cry, since we lost our grandson a year ago, um, I've had a lot of prayer about it and whatnot, and that night I was standing by a Peggy, and I said, oh, I'm not going to go up, I had so much prayer about this and whatnot, and she goes, come on, Annie, I'll go with you. I said, okay. So I went up, and uh, I knew I was the one that the door was going to shut, and without realizing it, uh, they, they had a word for me. Um, I had pain on my neck and all the way down my shoulder for many nights where I couldn't sleep for like two or three hours. And I'd wake up and my hand would be on fire and my arm would be on fire. And while John prayed over my arm, she prayed over shutting the door of grief I didn't realize that I had allowed grief to come in. And I kept torturing myself, saying, when he was in the hospital that day, dying, you know, maybe I should have done this. You know, maybe I should have done that. But God closed the door, and I don't look back. Amen. Amen. Yeah, amen. 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 Let's, uh, you can come on up, Doc. Let's just pray a second. That uh, Just close your eyes. Let's not look back. Amen. I can't go back to yesterday. So, so, Father, even for all of us here, we just thank you that we lay aside weights, things that have held us back and uh, just, just, just kind of held us down, Father. We lay aside those weights, things from the past, all the past. Just let it, let it go amen, right now. Amen. Just let it go. 
just choose not to dwell on it. And, and it's in Jesus' hands. And Lord, we just thank you right now that you hold our future. And we go forward with you, Jesus, with a, a good heart, a peaceful heart, a merry heart, because you are good, Lord. We bless you today and we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So after the service on Palm Sunday, yeah. Jackie and I went out to Pizza Ranch to have lunch. Yeah. And we finished our lunch, and we came walking out of Pizza Ranch to see the ambulance just pulled up and parked right behind our car. And the guy had about a 75 or 4-year-old guy who had a heart attack, having a hard time getting in his car. Yeah. And there he was laying on the ground with the paramedics working on him. And I took her hand, his wife's hand, and I said, we pray for healing in our church. And unfortunately, in the next 10 or 15 minutes, I realized that we were going to have to pray for her healing because he passed away. So you always have to be prepared to, to reach out. Amen. Amen. Because healing was needed there. Yes. Yes. That's good, Doc. Amen. Amen. That's so good. Um, see, what, what, what we believe in the Bible, we want it to come out into our everyday lives. Amen. So that means that it's not, things aren't always planned. We don't plan a healing service maybe all the time or all of a sudden you're in a position to pray for somebody. And what are you going to pray? You want to pray for healing, amen? You want to pray for God's touch on their lives at that moment. And I understand there's a time when all of us are going to leave this life. I understand those things. But until that time, and we tell people, even if you're not conscious, if we come to the hospital, we're praying for your healing in Jesus' name. You can be assured of that. Why? Because that's what he wants to do, amen? He wants to do those things. He wants to touch people's lives. So you can do this wherever you're at and uh, to just be praising God and to trust him and believe him. Amen. Because why? Because he cares for us. Amen. Isn't that right? Let me read a couple scriptures here a second. Let me turn this mic down. Let me read a couple scriptures here. Here's a scripture. Go to uh, um, 1 Peter 1, verse 18 and 19. And when it says, it says, we've been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. So 1 Peter 1, verses 18 and 19. Jesus went into the marketplace of the world and he purchased us. So it goes to the world marketplace. The price, the price for Adam's fall it took, it took a sacrifice of perfect blood to pay for that price, what Adam did. The sin that passed on all of us. So Jesus goes into the marketplace of the world and he purchases us. He goes to Calvary. He dies on the cross for our sins. He had no sin, but he dies on the cross for our sins. We weren't redeemed, you know, with natural things, you know, gold and silver and so forth. But we were redeemed with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, a lamb without blemish, without spot. And, and it's, folks, it's, it's precious. It's precious blood that he purchased us with. Amen? Now, let me stop and say this. If you purchase something, if you went 
out to the store and you bought, think of whatever it might be. It could be jewelry. It could be gold or silver. It could be a brand new car, whatever. If you purchase something expensive, okay, the more expensive it is, the more you're going to take care of it. All right? So the more expensive it is, all right, you're not going to just 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 uh, throw it out so someone could take it or, or it could be abused or damaged or anything like that. You're going to take care of it, right? The more expensive that it is. There was nothing more expensive than Jesus going to the cross for us, dying for us and splitting, uh, uh, his precious blood was spilled for us, purchased. That's expensive. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're very valuable. <laughs> See, the devil, the devil tries to get us to think, oh, you know, you kind of your life doesn't matter. You're worthless. This, is, this or this in your life is any good. No, everybody is extremely valuable. Amen. Just like you would take care of something that's extremely valuable the same way he wants to take care of us. Amen. Why? Because we've been purchased... All right, we've been purchased, we've been redeemed with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That was the only price that would pay for our sin. Amen? Amen? So it's, you're valuable, you're that valuable. Now he did it for the whole world and only a portion of the world has received that. And yet it's out there for everybody because he loves everybody. If they would receive Christ as their savior. We go in the book of Acts, it says in Acts 20, verse 28, that he purchased the church, all right? So take heed amongst the flock and so forth, the, she- the shepherd of the church, which he purchased with his own blood. So the, the shepherd of the flock purchased us with his own blood. Revelation 5, 9 says we've been redeemed. Redeemed to who? We've been redeemed to God, right? So we've been, we ha- and have redeemed us to God. So you're not redeemed to yourself. We're redeemed to him. Why? Because he's the one who paid the price. So, so because we've been redeemed, we're very, very valuable. Turn to your neighbor again and say, you are valuable. <laughs> because you're that valuable, he wants to take care of us. So he provided for our healing. He provided for our needs to be met. He provided for us to overcome uh, sin, sickness, bad habits, all kinds of things. He provided for that. He provided for you to be taken care of. Why? Because you are now his son or daughter. You're part of his family. So he takes care of his family, takes care of his people. You're valuable, extremely valuable, amazingly valuable. Isn't that right? So, so you know, if, if you had something valuable, if you had a precious ring or whatever, you wouldn't just give it to your kids and say, oh yeah, go on and play with it, that's fine. So they can lose it in the yard or whatever, in the playground or something. No, you say, oh, no, no, this is too valuable. I'm going to, don't, you can't play with that. The same way you're valuable, your life is valuable. Your body's valuable to the Lord. He cares for us because he purchased us. Amen. And then it says in, in, in uh, uh, 2 Peter, it says, we should not deny the Lord because it's really heresy. False prophets, people come and so forth. They, they bring in heresies, denying the Lord who bought them. Well, denying the Lord means we come to a place where it's like we say, well, I can do anything I want. I, I, my, I'm responsible for my life. I can do whatever I want with my life, my life, my body, and so forth. Well, the answer to that is no, it's not. 
You've been purchased. Turn to your neighbor and say, you've been purchased. Turn to him and say, your body's been purchased. Even our physical bodies belong to the Lord. So it's not like we can just say, hey, I can do whatever I want to. No, we can do whatever we want to. We, our responsibility is to the Lord. So one last scripture verse, 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9 and 10. It says, it says we're bought with a price. 1 Corinthians 6, uh, is that right? First, six, yeah, 19 and 20. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. You, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Notice what it says. You are not your own. And it says, don't you know this? Now, of course, the world doesn't know this. So the world... They don't know. But Christians should understand that now I, I'm not my own anymore. I belong to Jesus. Now, notice it says you were bought with the price. What was the price? It was the precious blood of Jesus Christ, right? Therefore, because of that purchase, we should glorify God in our body, physical body, amen? We should glorify God in your spirit, which belongs to the Lord, amen, which are God. So we glorify God our physical stewardship. We also have a spiritual stewardship in our worship. We glorify the Lord because why? Because he purchased us. I'm bought. Don't you know that you're bought with a price? So I just want to say this today. I mean, healing testimonies. I love it. He's a healer. He wants to take care of us. He wants to provide for you. He wants to answer prayers. Amen. The adversary, the enemy, of course, tries to resist all that. All right, tries to hinder prayers from being answered and so forth. But that doesn't stop us from believing in faith. It doesn't stop us from continuing to pray and continuing to trust and continuing to put our faith out there. So we're bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We're purchased. Turn to your neighbor and say, you belong to God. So therefore, the things that I do with my body, the things that I do with my mind... Right? The things that I do with everything in my life, I owe it all to the Lord. My heart, my, my praise, my emotions. I owe everything to Jesus because he purchased me. And when we give our lives to Jesus Christ, when we pray a life prayer, we give our lives to Jesus, we come into this new covenant. And it's like, oh, thank you, Lord. I'll give you my messed up life and take on your life to be blessed and to walk in your spirit. God's plans for you are good. Amen. It doesn't come down to how you feel. It doesn't even come down to... Some, somebody might say, well, I don't, I don't believe that. It really doesn't matter what you believe. It's the word of God. You're bought with the price. People in the world say, I can do whatever I want to with my body. You can, but it's not going to be blessed. It's only blessed when we honor the Lord with ourselves. Amen. Then there is a blessing when we do that. And good news is he doesn't make junk. You are his workmanship. So the hand of the craftsman is at work in our lives to shape us into his image, to touch us, to shape us on a daily basis. It doesn't, it's not like, oh, that happens on Sundays. No, it happens every day. Amen. So every day we're in the workshop. Here's the Holy Ghost workshop where he's touching us and shaping us and molding us. Amen. Take someone's hand by you a second. Father, I thank you that your spirit is alive and working today. Even over this, this, uh, this uh, live broadcast, Lord, I thank you you're working around the world. I thank you you're touching people around the world. You're touching people supernaturally by your spirit. Lord, we thank you 
that, Lord, some don't even know you. But, Lord, as they call upon you, just as simple as saying Jesus, as they call upon you, Lord, I thank you, you'll reveal yourself to them. I thank you, Jesus, for people here that will glorify you, Lord, in their body, their mind, their spirit, because you have purchased each one of us. That each one is valuable. Say again, valuable. (laughs) Say precious. Each life here, each life listening, each person we see is so precious. And Father, we just thank you for blessing. We thank you for ministering. We thank you for a harvest of souls. I thank you from this place. Others will, the people will go out here and they will pray for those that are sick. They will witness and tell of your love. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in this day and this hour. In the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Let's thank the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. God is so good. All right, so just stand up. I want you to bless your neighbor. I want you to be ready to be used this week for his glory. Amen. Amen. Be ready to be used in great ways. Amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.